Shri Guru Vaishnav Guru Parampara Ki Jai. Good evening, everyone. So today is the auspicious appearance of Gradhar Pandit. Shri Gradhar Pandit Ki Jai. So we'll have a brief discussion about the significance of Gradhar Pandit. And to begin that, I am going to read to you my rendering of some verses from the Gauragonadesh Deepika that I have attached to my forthcoming book in which Gadadar Pandit is, is the final subject, hmm? the very final section of the book, which deals with the Mangala Charn of the Chaitanya Charitamrita in which the, the Panchatattva the five truths that combined constitute the entirety of the avatar of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, along with Nityananda Prabhu, the truth of his uh, expansion, Advaita, the truth about his avatar, hmm, tattva, and Garadhar um, uh, Shiva's Pandit, the truth about the Tatasta Shakti, uh, and Gadadhar Pandit, the truth about the uh, Surut Shakti, the ontological truth about, or reality, something about them. So he, he comes up, and as I say, let me begin with this uh, verse, these verses from Gauragonadeshti Pika of Kavi Karnapur. The descent of divine love, previously, Radha, Vrindavan, Eshwari is now the dearmost of Gore, Pandit Goradhar. As revealed by Sarup Damodar, he is a Lakshmi in Braj of Yore, the beloved of Sham and Vrindavan, today the dearest of Gore, she Pandit Goradhar. Lalita Anuradha is Radha's closest friend. She too has entered. Panditri Godai, so says the drama, Chaitanya, Chaitanya Chandudaya. So Kavikanapur here is uh, quoting the uh, the uh, the drama Chaitanya Chandudaya, which is his own work as well, and one of the original um, biographical works on the subject of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Gauragonadeshti Pika, of course, is a, is a book in which Kavi Karnapur identifies the different associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu with different persons in Krishna Lila. So Gadadhar here is identified with the Lakshmi of Yore. And previously, Vrindabhaneshwari, Lakshmi of your of, uh, of Brindavan, the Lakshmi of Brindavan, hmm? and uh, Brindabhaneshwari. So this is reference, obviously, to Radharani, and also with Anuradha. Anuradha means to follow Radha. It's another name for Lita Saki, close, dear friend of Radha. Hmm? So Gadadhar Pandit is also. In Chaitanya Chandra, in Chaitanya Chandra, uh, where this verse is from, is also identified, Gadarapana is also identified with Lalita for reasons of which we will explain in the course of our discussion. Um, relative to the Panchatattva, as I mentioned, there are the five truths there's Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself, Nityananda Prabhu, Advaita, who are all the Prabhus. Or all the Vishnu Tattva, hmm? Krishna Himself, Krishna's expansion, and the principle, the principle of His expansion, that, that He has an expanded forms, that with which, with whom He performs lila in the Paravyom in the spiritual world, whether it be in Goloka and its different departments of Gokul or Vrindavan, Mathura and Dwarka, or whether it be in Vaikuntha or any of the various Vaikuntha worlds hmm, presided over by different 
avatars of Narayan. So he has expansions, Krishna, and he has avatars. The difference is that avatar, avatara means to, tara means to cross, so avatar means to cross down. So they they enter from the paravyom, from the spiritual world, into the ekapadvibhuti, the smaller section, as it's thought. Sometimes the paravyom is called tripadvibhuti, three quarters of infinity, and and the material world is one quarter of infinity. <laughs> it's also infinite material world in its nature, endlessly uh, endlessly mutable. And, so on and so forth. No beginning, no end. Mm. Uh, unlimited jivas, infinite number of them. Mm. So ongoing, everything, ongoing. Salvation is ongoing as well. So um, you have the, as I say, you have the, 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 the expansion, the prakash, for the spiritual world, for pastimes, and then you have the avatar, form of the Lord by which in which he descends to this world for various purposes. And we've been reading about different types of avatars, which is a, a good point, because sometimes people say that their guru is an avatar, and you should ask them which one, which type. Is he a guna avatar, a lila avatar, a manvantara avatar, a shaktivesha avatar? If it's a shaktivesha, which of the two types of shaktivesha avatar is he? <laughs> uh, is he purusha avatar? Uh, uh, so... The point being that we're blessed by the uh, Sanatana Goswami, for example, Rupa Goswami, really the section of Chaitanya Charitamrita we're reading in the morning, where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was speaking to Sanatana about the different, at this point, about the different avatars, um, is largely coming from Rupa Goswami's book called Lagu Bhagavatamrita, where all these different expansions of the Lord and avatars are mentioned, defined, and distinguished from one another, and so forth. All with a view to make the point that Krishna is the source of all of them. This point of tattva, Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam, which is like the, the philosophical password for understanding the Bhagavatam in context. So, again, you have the three Prabhus. You have Krishna himself, this is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in a special appearance and in a particular mood. Hmm. Different than his Braj mood, of course. There he in the Braj, he is the Lila Purushottam. And in, in, in Gaur Lila, he is the Prem Purushottam. Hmm. Um, significant difference there. And so you have Krishna in the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the one truth. And then you have the, the expansion represented by Nityananda Prabhu, hmm. who is Balaram. His first expansion for Leela in the, in, the, in the spiritual world in, in Braj. and then you have the um, the principle of the avatar, and this is represented by Dwaita, who's the first avatar, the source of avatars in this world. While Krishna is the source of Narayan and so forth, Narayan first avatars or descends in the form of Mahavishnu, and then all the avatars come through him. So. The avatar principle is represented in Gaurila by Advaita Charja. So you have the three Prabhus, they're all Vishnu Tattva, and then you have the two Shakti Tattvas. You have the Srivastakur, representing the Tatasta Shakti in all of its possibilities. Hmm. Well, its potential, let's say. Its potential to be, its potential to live under the influence of the Sarup Shakti, which is the other Shakti that is represented in the Panchatattva in the person of Gadadhar Pandit. So in Gadadhar Pandit, in Srivastakur, we have two Shakti Tattvas, the Bhakta, and Gadadhar is also a Bhakta, but they're, they're ontologically different, different types of souls. So we have the Maya, we have, excuse me, the, the Sarup Shakti, represented by Garadhar, and which sometimes we call the Antaranga, or the internal Shakti. And we have Srivas, the, the, the Tasta Shakti, in between, or marginal Shakti, 
represented by Srivastava. What we don't have is the Maya Shakti, hmm? not being of the nature of, uh, of divinity and described in the Bhagavatam as standing at a distance from Bhagwan, offering respects from a distance and serving him by way of creating negative impetus for us, for spiritual life. We bow to her every time something goes wrong and we realize this world doesn't work for me. I have to go to an, change my angle of vision. Much of the world is a conception. So we bow to Maya for her three prongs that she's sometimes depicted with a pitchfork. Adidevic, adiatmic, adibotic miseries. You understand the terms? Miseries that pertain to the body and mind, miseries that pertain to other people, <laughs> and miseries that pertain to the, to the natural world, like it's too hot, it's too cold, hmm? earthquakes and tornadoes and volcanoes and so forth. Hmm? So, negative impetus. She's not represented in the Panchatattva, but these other two Shaktis, really three primary Shaktis, the Maya Shakti, the Sarup, the, 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 the Tatasta Shakti, and the Sarup Shakti. Hmm? So the Sarup Shakti is divine, the Tatasta Shakti has the capacity to be divine. It is divine, but it has the capacity to be bewildered by the illusory energy mm -hmm. and in a way that the, that, that the Sarup Shakti does not. So at any rate, Gadadhar Pandit represents the Sarup Shakti, big subject. We talked about it at different times, but here, and suffice to say, as I am, that um, at the position of Gadadhar hmm, as the personification of Sarup Shakti, in the, and that, for that matter, in the fullest sense, in the form of Radha, as we've often mentioned, the essence of the Sarup Shakti is Bhakti, and she is Bhakti Devi, so the goddess of Bhakti. Hmm. Um, we should note. Uh, However, that when we speak of this internal energy, Sarup Shakti, and Radha being the full personification of that, that the internal devotees, if you will, as opposed to the marginal energy devotees, who become such by the influence of the internal energy, by the influence of the Bhav Bhakti, then the Tatasta Shakti becomes. Uh, devotees as well and functions amongst, in and amongst the uh, eternal entourage of Krishna, Radha, Nanda, Yashoda, Subal, Lalita, and so on and so forth. But all of these hmm, members of the entourage, souls, if you will, constituted of Sarup Shakti, that Radharani is the full personification of, all of them. Um, these internal devotees, I want to say, they are not restricted to the Madhurya Rasa. So they're represented in Vatsali Rasa and also in, in, the, in the Sakya Rasa. Hmm. These again are the three, I have to talk about the three centers of the Bhagavatam, for example, the three possibilities of the Braj, two of which are fully um, available in Gaudiya Vaishnavism, the Sakyarasa and the Madhurya Rasa, and the contemporary of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Balabha, who Mahaprabhu blessed to have his own Sampradaya, focuses on Vatsalya Rasa. And there you have it. These these are the, the these are the uh, three loving centers um, in Vrindavan, and so Krishna, the form of Krishna, corresponds with them. Hmm? It is, uh, it, for example, it is said that the the antakarna of Krishna. Do you understand what the antakarna? Antakarna is the inter, the subtle body. Hmm? So you have manas, chitta, uh, buddhi, and hankar. Krishna has hankar also <laughs> uh, that make up the subtle body. Hmm? And Krishna's friends, Dham, Sudam. Kinkini, Vasudam, are said to be the uh, personify Krishna's antaranga 
excuse me, uh, antakarna. Hmm? It's a very abstract idea, but it means, in one sense, that Krishna is a cowherd. Hmm? Do you understand? He is foundationally a cowherd, a gopa. Hmm? Your identity, your ahankar, who I am, my identity, and then the elements surrounding that, the buddhi, the manas, the chitta, hmm? at his core. You see, that's why you can't take the sakuras out, as some people might like to do. At his core, he is a gopa. Hmm? So this is a very prominent hmm, um, kind of reality of Krishna. I am a gopa. I am a brajapasi. We are all gopas, all gopa people. Hmm? He's, of course, in the male form, so he's a gopa rather than a gopi. Hmm? But this is who he is. Therefore, it's described in this way, that his antakarn is made up, is personified by these particular coward boys. Hmm? One is his intelligence, one is his hunkar, his ego, one, one is his chitta, one is his manas. Hmm? Now, the other thing that Krishna is, is what? He's also the son of Nandan, and you showed it. Like, you can't change that. You grow up, you become friends with someone, you run off with a girl. Hmm? It doesn't change the fact that you are the son of such and such mother and father. Hmm? And, of course, sometimes you want to forget that, but um, not in Golok. Hmm? Such a good mother, such a good father, as Nandan Yashoda cannot be found in this world. Therefore, is strongly advised by Mahaprabhu, make Nanda Maharaj your father. <laughs> make Yashoda Mahi your mother. Hmm? This is the beginning kind of identification, if you will. If you want to take birth in the Braj hmm, and have a gopa or a gopi form, you have to have parents. And so they are the overarching parents. Them and Vrishabhanu, Raj, and uh, Kirtida, the mother and father of Radha. These are the two principal families. So you've got to come in, into one of those families. Hmm? And amongst them, Nanda and Yashoda are still more primary because Nanda is the king of the cowherds. So hmm? everybody, he's the overarching father of everyone. Hmm? The king figure also, of course. It's a, you know, it's a gopa king. So. <laughs> Uh, he's a, a commoner like the rest. Hmm. Um, so, he is a cowherd. Hmm. Hmm. That's always with him. Hmm. It, it, of course, in the, in the Aprakat Leela, primarily in the Prakat Leela, it's there, but it, it doesn't manifest until he starts to become of, of age, until he starts to move from the the Kumar to the Poganda. And and, and 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 of course the third thing that he is, that he is a cowherd, he is the son of none, and his heart is beating for Radha. Hmm? Hmm. So and, and that's a hidden thing, because you can't know everybody's heart. You can know that he's a coward <laughs> by his action. You can know that he's um, who Sonny is. But who he loves, that's a secret thing, especially in the Brajan, given the nature of, of the situation, how that love has to be a secret. So it's in his heart. Hmm. So these are the three centers, you see. You have these types of love that correspond with the makeup of Krishna. His hmm. Antakarna, his, his birth, if you will, his, his lineage, his, his parentage, hmm, which is indelible, hmm. And uh, and then the secret of it all, his love. And these two, the Sakya Rasa and the Vatsali Rasa, Bhaktivinotakur in his famous Bhagwat speech says, all of them are under are different manifestations of Radha's loving Krishna. It's very nice. Right? Because she is Bhakti Devi. She is the Ladini Shakti. She presides in an overarching way the entirety of the Sarup Shakti, while Baladev presides over the Sandini, Vasudev Krishna over the Samvit, and Radharani over the Ladini in, a, in another sense, 
Krishna is the Swayam Bhagavan and Radharani is Swayam Shakti. Swayam Shakti. So he's the original fountainhead of all uh, divinity, all the Vishnu Tattva, and she is the fountainhead of all the Shakti. So wherever, wherever Krishna appears in different forms, he's got a He's got a Shakti, right? Mm-hmm. With Narayan, it's Lakshmi. With Ram, it's Sita, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, Radharani, the Swayam Shakti, in Bhakti Vinod, looks at it in this way and says that even the Sarupsha, even the Jiva Shakti, the Tatasta Shakti, and the Maya Shakti are really kind of a partial and a, and a distorted manifestation of the Sarup Shakti, because the Sarup Shakti is Ladini. Sandini and Samvit, a special kind of loving, knowing, and being. It's a kind of loving, knowing, and being that's even different from the loving, knowing, and being that's inherent in Krishna's Swarup, his form. Hmm? And it gives him more pleasure. That's why Krishna expands as Radha, that he may know himself through her in ways that he cannot, and taste himself. It's said that sugar is sweet, but he cannot taste itself. It needs a taster. For Brahman to be rasa, a taster is required. So this is the sarup shakti, by which Krishna tastes himself. In relation to whom he tastes himself. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Sat Chidananda or it's the same terms, being, knowing, and loving, Ladini or, or Sandini, Sambit Ladini, in the Sarup Shakti, it's given certain names, these names, because it, it's a way of speaking about it, it's different from the Sat Chidananda in Krishna's form. It's, it takes a particular shape and it does something for him that his form alone cannot. And it's also different than the Sat Chidananda in the Jiva. Jiva is also Sat, Chit, Ananda, Anu. It's described in an atomic form. Its Sat, Chit, Ananda is different from the Sat, Chit, Ananda in the Sarup Shakti because, for example, the Sat, Chit, Ananda constitution of the Jiva is not such that it can on its own dispel the influence of Maya. It can't. Neither can it overwhelm Krishna with Prem. The Sarup Shakti the Satchitananda in that, it can dispel the influence of Maya and it can overwhelm Krishna. Hmm? Hmm. But Bhakti as I say, in an overarching sense, he says, well, you have the original Shakti, is the Sarup Shakti, and so it's constituted of special Satchitananda, special being. Hmm? Hmm. The being, or, it means the existence of the Leela. Here we have a, sattva, a Mishra Sattva, a mixed existence. It's mixed with matter and consciousness. In the Paravyom, the existence the, that Baladev presides over, expands, if you will, makes manifest, is very it's special, it's pure. It's called Sudha Sattva, or sometimes Bishuddha Sattva, pure existence. And, and, and the being, the knowing, Hmm. The knowing in, in, in the Srup Shakti, it's special. And the Ladini, the bliss is special. But there is being, knowing, and bliss, as I say, in the Jiva, but it's small. Hmm. So he says, in a way, the Srup Shakti is the source of all Shakti, and uh, the same principles that it, or elements that it's constituted of being, knowing, and loving are also present in the, what we call the Tatasta Shakti, but in a small way. And so it doesn't, that Tatasta Shakti doesn't have the same capacity that the Sarup Shakti does. And the Maya Shakti also has being, the being of being here today and gone tomorrow. And it has an appearance of being, Asat. It has an appearance of knowing, you can know everything and know nothing <laughs> about the you can know everything about the material world and know nothing about yourself, right? 
So it's asat, it's achit, and its joy is just the flip side of misery or the, or the, or what the beginning of misery. Therefore, dukkha yonayevate, Gita says, as I like to quote. Attachment, which is what gives us joy, attachment to one thing or another, is the womb from which suffering is born. So the Maya Shakti is constituted of asat, achit, and nirananda. But there's a correspondence between that and sat, chitananda, and the super sat, chitananda of, of sandini, sambit, and ladini. So he makes this kind of, where he explains these different primal, principal shaktis in this way. So, here we're talking about the Swarup Shakti itself, personified as Gadadha or Pandit, and it's different than the than the Tatasta Shakti. Tatasta Shakti can become a devotee by the influence of the Swarup Shakti. And even when it enters into the Krishna Leela, it has a slightly different position than the Swarup Shakti. The Swarup Shakti there, Lalita, Vishaka, Subal, Nanda and so forth, these are the ragatmikas, the persons in whom rag is inborn, hmm? who raganuga means to follow the rag, so it means to follow them. Hmm? So when we enter into the spiritual world, we, we follow them. Our Gurudev represents one sector there. We follow into that sector. Hmm? Hmm? We have a role, we, we, we don't, it's not like we sit in the back of the bus or something like that, because we're different, but, but we are followers. Hmm? of good and generous leaders. Hmm? And uh, and so there's a there's there is a distinction hmm, then between the two Shakti tattvas or the Panchatattva, the the, the the Tasta Shakti personified as Shivas and the um Sarup Shakti personified as Gadadhar Pandit. Hmm? Gadadhar Pandit. And the full face if you will, of the of the uh, Srup Shakti. Therefore, he's identified with Radha. Hmm? We'll get to that more. But um, he was uh, uh, appeared in the world in Bangladesh, and his parents at some point, I think Madhava Ghosh and um, Ratnavati, I think, was his, his, his mother, moved to <coughs> Nadia, hmm? And uh, she, his mother, was fast friends with Sachi, hmm. the, uh, the mother of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The two boys were close in age. Maybe Gadadhar was a pundit a little bit younger. Hmm. Gadadhar Pandit was a paka of Brahman and uh, Vaishnav, the very devoted boy, quiet type, a little, little shy, as he appears, and, um, and liked solitude, and the religious life very much. And he was friends with Nimai Pandit, classmates and, and so forth, and, and their parents were close. Um, so they were childhood friends, and their whole life they remained friends. That's a very beautiful thing. That you can be friends with someone in childhood, and then they carried out throughout your whole, whole life. So they had that kind of rapport. At the same time, in the early days of their friendship, there was a major point of departure between their interests, which amongst friends would be similar. And that major point of departure was that, as I say, Ganadhar Pandit was a very religious boy and a Vaishnav, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was not, did not appear to be a Vaishnav. He appeared to be learned hmm, and would debate with Ganadhar hmm, and defeat him. And Ganadhar would say, well, who cares? You're not a Vaishnav, so... All your knowledge is useless. And he would say, wait, one, you wait and see, Pandit Ji. One day I'll become such a Vaishnava that Shiva and Brahma will worship me. Hmm? And then he would think, and he's arrogant as well. Hmm? Not only is he materialist, but he's arrogant. How intolerable, but I love him. Hmm? <laughs> and of course, then at a certain point, in, in the Navadip Lila, Mahaprabhu goes to East Bengal. Hmm? And for the second time, he meets 
Ishvar Puri, who previously he, he met in Namadweep, and who uh, Gadadhar Pandit was very impressed with, and from whom Gadadhar Pandit learned uh, his book. Uh, Ishvar Puri wrote a book. It's a pity that it's not available. What's that book called? Krishna Bijai. Krishna Bijai. Krishna Bijai? Something like that. A book about Krishna. And um, and he taught it. Ishvar Puri taught it to Gadadhar Pandit, who took much pleasure in that uh, uh, in the study of that book. Um, Mahaprabhu had was was respectful to Ishvara Puri, but it wasn't until he left Nadia and went to Bengal and met Ishvara Puri for the second time after having seen the, foot, the, foot, the footprints of Vishnu in um, in Gaya and had a conversion moment, an epiphany. He went into a trance, and this is the point at which his Leela as a Vaishnava began to manifest. Hmm? And it was in a prominent way. He went to Ishwar Puri, served him, took initiation from him, and returned to Bengal. Hmm. To Nadia, a different person, a changed person. They had thought amongst them, the Vaishnavas, they all loved him and hated him at the same time. They loved him but hated the fact that he was not a devotee, and that he was arrogant. It's very amazing to think about that you could really be attached to someone and, and and even love them dearly, but they're not a devotee and, and they even are arrogant and so forth. But you just, you know, you can't <laughs> divorce yourself from them. Asatsangatyag, evaishnavachar. This is the principle of bhakti, that you should avoid bad association. So... Somebody said to you, oh, I will become a devotee someday and I'll be a bigger devotee than anybody in your whole mission. <laughs> this guy's just too much. You know, but they loved him. They couldn't give him up. And now he returns from what was ostensibly a, a, a tour to earn money for his household by teaching. He was a, a teacher, my pundit, and turned into a, a devotee and, and, and made small of knowledge from there on out. This was so amazing to them, so heartening to them. But not only that, he's a new devotee. Hmm? <laughs> Nimai Pandit's become a devotee. The word started to ripple through Nadia after he returned. Hmm? He came to the house of Srivast Pandit. There's a tree there. I forget what type of tree it is, but it has unlimited flowers. It's a kalpa briksha tree in the courtyard. And all the devotees would come and pick flowers for worship. It didn't matter how many Vaishnavas came. Hmm? They could pick flower from that tree. It would always produce. Hmm? And it was under that tree that, 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 that a little council was held and that the news had rippled in. Nimai Pandit has become a devotee. Hmm? And he's at the house of Shuklambar. So there they went. And Gadadhar hid inside the closet. Hmm? What was going to happen? He wasn't sure what it was about. He hid in the closet, and and uh, and Mahabhu asked for kirtan. Kirtan began. Let it go. And he went mad. And he and he said he, he, he crashed into the pillar, one of the pillars of the house, and it, it broke, and he fell on the ground, and he was wailing. All these ecstatic symptoms. Over I mean, so he's a new devotee, but... But the measure of his devotion exceeds that of all the other devotees combined. Hmm? So this is astounding to them. Hmm? And after he came to normal, semi-normal consciousness, and other devotees departed and he calmed down a little bit, he, he heard this weeping, weeping. He said, who else is here? Who has not left? Open the door and there is Gadadhar Pandit, weeping and weeping hmm? in ecstasy. That hmm. Nimai Pandit has become a Vaishnav. Hmm. Now this, I have every reason to love him. <laughs> I already did, but I had some <laughs> excuse not to. And now it's it's gone. Hmm. Hmm. So they became such fast friends, even more at this point. Hmm. And in his madness, one day Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in his own home, was wailing 
Where is Krishna? Where is Krishna? And Gadadhar came. Hmm. Mother Sachi said, I don't know how to deal with him in these circumstances when he gets like this. I don't know what to say to him. I don't know how to how to mother him. Hmm? And Gadadhar Pandit took control of the situation and he thought that, calm down, Krishna is in your heart. Hmm? And Mahaprabhu then began to tear apart his heart with his fingernails. And then he said, no, 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 no. And he grabbed his hands and stopped him and said, he'll be coming directly. Calm down. He's coming soon. He's coming soon. He'll be here in a minute. Don't do that. He won't like that if you scratch your chest like that. So he was able to pacify him. And Mother Sachi saw this in Gadadhar. thought, he is the one who can protect my son from himself and his madness of love of God. So she told him, you always stay with him. And they stay together always, at all times, practically. They would sleep together at times. Godada would pick flowers, make garlands for him. They were the fastest of friends in Nadia. There in Nadia, of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is his, his own self entirely. He's Nimai Pandit. And he's, he's Siddha in the Sadaka Siddha Bhumi, in the land where Siddhas are playing the role of Sadakas. And he's tasting different bhavas at different times. He may taste the Radha Bhav. And, and, and Pandit Gadadhar will manifest Lalita Bhav and tender to him as she in Krishna Lila knows so well how to do. But he will also manifest other bhavas, and that would be a very extraordinary place. And my Pandit Krishna, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, was himself. This is our ideal to enter there, of course. But at a certain point, as we know, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took sannyas and went to Puri, and that, arguably, to show us how to enter into Navadvip. Hmm? His sannyas lila, he gives the teachings, he sets an example of sadhana and so forth, that we don't find in the same way in, in Navadvip. Hmm? And when he took sannyas, Gadadhar followed him. Hmm? So Gadadhar was one of the four that accompanied him to Puri. And because Mother Sachi had ordained, if you will. Mahaprabhu put himself under the order of his mother even after taking sannyas. When he met her after taking sannyas at the house of Dwaita, he said, what have I done in a moment of madness? How could I have left my mother and her, her husband? My father has already passed on and she's alone. And What have I done? But uh, what's done is done, son, she thought. But how to... Now the, the burden fell on her. Hmm? Not only was she in great emotional turmoil because her son had taken sannyas, but all of the inhabitants of Nadia as well. Hmm? Sannyas means to leave your friends, family members, leave your home. Hmm? And they knew him as a home, homebody, you know, a friend at home. Hmm? And you can't just hang around with a sannyasi and... and uh, that's the part we like the most, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah. <laughs> he has to have his own room. He eats a little separately, and has a you know, weird. <laughs> some some distance is is created. So this was a problem for all of them. But what's done is done. This is this was the dharma. Hmm? He had taken the vows, and so we couldn't be in, in, uh, embarrassed before the wise people, the sages of the world. Hmm? and give up his sannyas. But hmm, but then, from the side of, of Prem and Bhakti, what about the devotees? Hmm? Sannyas is, is not an anga of Bhakti. Hmm? It just doesn't fit well with Bhakti, which is a family affair. Hmm? Hmm? Mahaprabhu took sannyas for purposes of preaching, which is about bhakti and making the whole world your family and so forth. Hmm? Hmm. But it's a, it was a, Bhakti Siddhanta instituted the sannyasa order and so forth. There is, of course, renunciation is important in bhakti. It's a byproduct of bhakti. But it's not the means. It's in, 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 in mukti, it's part of the means, or in jnana, 
the pursuit of mukti, it's part of the means to become detached. Bhakti, that's a byproduct. You can formalize that for for the preaching and so on and so forth. So anyway, from the bhakti side, what to do? Hmm? From the gyan side, it's glorious. He's become a sannyasi. From the bhakti side, it's like, that's horrible. He's our our hometown friend, our son, and so that's maybe the case, according to different relationships, has become a sannyasi. So she was asked to weigh in, and she did, and said that led him, instead of going to Vrindavan, which he was going to go to, which is far away from Bengal, she advised, let him stay in Puri. That's also a holy place. The deity of Jagannath is there. And Puri is like another room in the same house of Navadvi because it's not far. It's now it's a 10-hour train ride. You could walk there in a month. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how long it takes to walk. Yeah, so they would go every year to the Rathiyatra, which was a common thing, to go to Puri for Rathiyatra. So there was this connection between Bengal and uh, Mayapur and, and uh, Chitra, Dham, Jagannath, Puri. Hmm. So this was embraced by all the devotees. He can remain a sannyasi, but he will be in the vicinity. We'll hear about him. News will always be coming, and we can go hmm. and visit him. Of course, Mother Sachi couldn't go, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu proved to her once, every day I come to your house and take lunch when you cook. Hmm. That's another leela. But in this way she harmonized, and when he left to go to Puri, then he, that, was, that was where he was going to stay. So Gadadhar Pandit went and took a vow to stay there. Hmm. What we call Chaitra Sanyasa, a vow to stay in, in the Dham and never leave. Hmm. And as a, as a, as a renunciate. Hmm. Of course, Mahabharu did leave. Hmm. And he, couldn't, he didn't take Gadadhar with him. He went to the south for two years. He went to Vrindavan. Especially when he went to Vrindavan, it was difficult. Gadadhar Pandit was ready to break his vow, his religious vow, to leave Puri to be with Mahaprabhu. Mahaprabhu said, for the sake of the public, this will not look good. I appreciate it. But we have a certain uh, leela here to teach the people. That won't be good. So he he went he actually broke his vow, but not in a way that anybody would know. He went just beyond the borders of Puri, hmm? a couple feet or something like that. Hmm? And Mahaprabhu said, "No, you have to go back." Hmm? Of course, Mahaprabhu, who is Krishna, he couldn't go to Vrindavan hmm? along with Radha hmm? when he was going to Vrindavan in the mood of Radha, to pursue Krishna. So there were rasic reasons why he had to stay back in Jagannath Puri. And there he did. And there, of course, this is the place where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in a systematic way, pursued the the bhava, the person of Radha, to become Radha, if you will. As I said before, at the end of Shikshastak, in the last verse, Krishna Das Kaviraj was citing and explains this verse is spoken by Radharani. It means Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has been successful. This is what Krishna came to do as Gaur Krishna. Hmm? And the last verse of Shikshastakam, he it's it's done. The Lila's over. He, he's, he's done it. Hmm? There, in a systematic way, he pursued. Hmm? And there, as he and shows us also, the way for entering into Namadweep, the way for entering into Vrindavan. He does his his uh, Sankirtan Leela for many years, and then after the, the argument would be by example, after the purification of the heart and taste comes and attachment, he enters into Bhava and, and he becomes more reclusive. His spiritual life becomes more internal, and so on and so forth. And as he does... There, in Puri, Krishna Kaviraj identifies Gadadhar with Rukmini's bhava, which is now a step down from, um, from, from Alita, in a sense. And the yeah, implications, as Mahaprabhu is taking on the bhava of Radha more and more, it's receding 
more and more from Gadadhar Pandit, who's getting out of the way to make it all happen. That's hmm. a very extraordinary um, idea. In Chaitanya Charitamrita, the position of Gadadhar Pandit as Radha is not mentioned. Hmm. The emphasis in Chaitanya Charitamrita is that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna and look closer, he's Radha. Hmm. He's Krishna pursuing the mood of Radha and he's successful in that ultimately. So he's more Radha than he is Krishna. He's Radha-Krishna combined. He is, what does it say in Ramananda Sambhad? Mahabhav, Rasaraj, Mahabhav, Duyek Rup. Hmm. These two, Mahabhav means Radha, Rasaraj means Krishna, these two in one form. That is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That's a very complex theological um, uh, point hmm, to make. And uh, he makes it in Ramananda Samvad at the end, the conversation between Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Ramananda Roy. And I reason that to, to, on top of that, make the point that Gadadhar is Radha is a little too much. How does that work? How, is, how, can, how can Chaitanya Mahaprabhu be Radha and Krishna combined and Gadadhar, how can he be Radha at the same time? The simple answer is, a, the not so simple answer is, I guess you should say, is that he, that he is and he's not. He is Radha and he's not Radha. Hmm? That needs to be explained. But, but again, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, this, this point doesn't come out. Hmm. One may wonder, is Krishnadas not in agreement with that, that idea that Gadadhar is Radha? Well, he does say that, she, that he is the, the, the primal Shakti. Hmm. He doesn't mention her name, but he says Gadadhar is the primal Shakti. He's been identified as a member of the Panchatattva, and he's taking this idea, Krishnadas Kaviraj, from Sarup Damodar. Hmm. And the voice of Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami is the voice of Rupa Goswami. He's representing Rupa Goswami hmm? and Raghunadas Goswami, hmm? the six Goswamis and their writings. He's trying to condense them all into the Chaitanya Charitamrita in a, in a popular language, Bengali. Hmm? Sanskrit was not like a spoken dialect. Hmm? It was the kind of the scholar, religious scholar's language. So like I said, we're reading in the morning now this section about the different avatars. Mahapra was talking to Sanatana. It's more or less Lagubhagavatamrita hmm, in a concise form. Hmm. Rupa Goswami's book. So when I first read Chaitanya Charitamrita, I was blessed to be one of the first people in the world, in the Western world, to read the Chaitanya Charitamrita. It's my friend Ramasar was sending them to me as they came off the press with gold binding around them. They were meant only for the sannyasis, or the GBC, and, but Ramaswar sent me one, you know, a copy of each volume. Hmm. And then I would just open them and read them to the devotees. We'd read them in the van, and then read them at, when we took lunch at the airport or something, and then we came home at night, and so it was quite, a, quite an experience. Hmm. Um, but... Uh, but anyway, Chaitanya Charitamrita, um, Krishna Das Kaviraj, what's happening, that when I first read it, my point is, that I, read, I thought, I was reading, I think, I was thinking, all the books are contained in this book. The essence of the Gita is in here. Look, here's the essence of the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. There are other books I weren't, weren't, wasn't acquainted with, like Lagu Bhagavatamrita, Briyad Bhagavatamrita, and so these are all represented in the book in a condensed way. It's, it's a fascinating work. Hmm, Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami. And that said, however, the Goswamis don't, don't mention that Gadadhar is Radha anywhere. Hmm. They barely mention that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. Hmm. And they're architects of the whole Sampradaya. The reason for that, of course, is that, 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 that they do defer to him. They, they do, but they, they don't go in great length. They didn't write biographies about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the teachings of Lord Chaitanya and so forth. They prefaced their own works with pranam to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Bhagwan. Hmm. 
and um, maybe just here and there they've identified him with Krishna. Hmm? I mean, they did, but not in the, in the prominent way as some of the later writers did write about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at great length and so forth. But what they did do, of course, is they wrote about Krishna Leela in such a way hmm, that was so insightful in terms of understanding the psychology of Krishna and the inner workings of the Leela that by reading and, and hearing the Leela from them, you understand there has to be another Leela here. There to in or to make up for the shortcomings of the Krishna Leela. Hmm? In terms of Krishna Leela being about Krishna tasting rasa. Hmm? And he meets limitations. He sees that Radha's tasting exceeds his, and so he, he has to solve the problem. Hmm? He's very clever. So the necessity of another Leela so this is really the real praman, the real evidence for Gaur Leela. Hmm? Not quoting this verse or that verse, which could be interpreted different ways and so forth. They did a good job of it and gave good explanations of those kind of pramana verses, but this is more substantially, really, and in a subtle way, if you will, how they established that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. Hmm? You get inside, you read, and you just you kind of just automatically there. Oh yeah, it comes to this if you understand it properly. There must be another leela, hmm. and it must be a special leela because Krishna is going to be trying to experience himself from Radha's perspective, and what and, and so, and of course, this Chaitanya Mahaprabhu fits that description, hmm. and so yes, they didn't say, and Gadandhar is. Is Radha, but they hardly said Gore was Krishna, hmm? comparatively, I should say, to other writings about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But again, Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami is a faithful follower of the Goswamis. Indeed, at the end of his book, he identifies Raghunath Das Goswami as his guru amongst them. He says, and my obeisance is to Rup Sanatan, and Swarup Damodar, and so forth, and Raghunath, who is my guru, hmm? and, uh, and so forth. So, and obviously, they're all his. They're all his six gurus. He pays his respects to them almost at the end of every chapter. But to single out Raghunath Das as he does um, indicates that his connection with him as a guru is, 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 uh, exceeds that of his connection with others as, as the guru, as his guru. <laughs> so, and who is Raghunath Das? Raghunath era Swarupe Raghu. Mahaprabhu called him, oh, you, Swarupe Raghu, you are the, you are the Raghu of Swarup. There are different Raghus. Hmm? Uh, there's Raghu Nandan, there's Raghu Patiram, there's this Raghu, that Raghu. You are the Raghu of Swarup, that's who you are. Hmm? He was placed under the care of Swarup Damodar. Hmm? So Swarup Damodar was his Siksha Guru, Raghunathaska Goswami, his, his, uh, his Diksha Guru. And Surup and Surup Damodar, all the Goswamis, Rups and Rupsanatan, they all have a debt to Raghunadas Goswami. Hmm? Rupa Goswami is in the gone, the group of Leitasaki hmm? in the Krishna Leela. And that is Surup Damodar. Hmm? Mahaprabhu was surprised to see a verse written by Rupa Goswami in Sanskrit which explained what he was feeling and thinking when in the Ratha Yatra he was singing a secular love song. Most people, who knows what they thought he was doing, you know. But Rupa Goswami could understand, he wrote a Sanskrit verse and tacked it on his hut. Mahaprabhu saw that, he said, how could, how could Rupa Goswami understand my heart like this? And then he concluded, he must have got it from Sarup. Hmm. From Swarup Damodar. So they all have a debt, if you will, to Swarup Damodar. And as we've heard at the beginning of our discussion, hmm, this Swarup Damodar said, he's the Lakshmi of yore in Vrindavan. Hmm? Uh, he's the Lakshmi of Vrindavan, of the, of, of the, of the past. Hmm? Means he's, he's Radha. Hmm? So it's not that Krishna Das doesn't agree. Hmm? But he has some reasons for not 
bringing it out overtly. Hmm? Also, if you bring it out, because it's a theologically complex book, as I said, his main point was to say, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, and taste the bhava of Radha. Hmm? So he is, he becomes, he is Radha. He is Radha and Krishna combined. That's enough to try to wrap your head and heart and arms around. Hmm? Um, also, another reason, of course, is that that if we, he may have thought by emphasizing that Gadadha is Radha, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, it could drift in the direction of Nagarbhav, Gaur Nagarbhav, hmm? that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has romantic relationships somehow. Hmm? And uh, this idea is not accepted by Vrindabandas, and it's not accepted also by Krishna's Kaviraj. Vrindabandas hmm? says, it's true that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, hmm? and Krishna is the full face of, of Bhagavan. Hmm? Um, but we cannot worship him in the same way that we worship Krishna because he's in a different mood. Hmm? He is, in the one sense, not Brajendranandan Krishna. He is Gaur Krishna. He is Brajendranandan Krishna, but now he's morphed into Gaur Krishna, which means he's taken that position of Radha. Hmm? So he has to be worshipped according to the mood that he's in, that'll be appropriate. And therefore it's not appropriate, he says, to approach Chaitanya Mahaprabhu like he's Rasaraj Krishna and have a gopi relationship with him. Hmm? And Vrindabandas says, this gopi love, this parakibhav, is only, it only um, manifests in relation to Brajendranandan Krishna. And he says Brajendranandan Krishna to distinguish him from Gaur Krishna. Hmm. So he agrees with Vrindabandas. And throughout his book, he defers to Vrindabandas. So he cannot disagree with him on a substantial point like this. Some people think like this. They have their reasons for pursuing this parakya relationship and some kind of dream world, dream spiritual world with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Because it can't be, in the, it's not in the Nadia Prakat Leela, the manifest Leela. That's not happening. Hmm. There's no, his associates, the men, they're not like, Gopis on the side, or something like that. There's no other ladies in the in the Navadvipis rendezvousing with. He's there. He's married to Vishnu Priya and so forth. And in the and in the in the in the, the Nitya Lila, these are these are two are same. You you can't have no parakya bhav with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu here, and have parakya bhav with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu there. Mahaprabhu there. There's the same reason in reverse why we say. If the parakya for Radha and Krishna is here and the Krishna Leela here, then it must be there. Because these two worlds are substantially non-different. There are some superficial differences, but they are made of the same bhavas. So if there's no parakya bhava in the prakat Leela, the manifest Leela of Nadia in this world, in relation to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, there can't be in Nadia. Therefore, they've made this other world. People who are devotees that are have these ideas that run contrary to Vrindabandas and Krishnadas. Some type of Swapna, dream-like Lila, they call it. But we don't follow that. Mm-hmm. And Krishnadas is avoiding that. And it's another reason for speaking about Gadadhar the way he did. And thirdly, I believe, the reason that he speaks about Gadadhar in the way that he does, in a diminished way, mm-hmm. is because Gadadhar has a diminished position in a Leela, but this is very Zen, of course. Less is more here. Hmm? The less, the diminished position of Gadadhar is so that Gore can be all that he is. Hmm? And indirect in Rasa, hmm? indirect is better than direct. Hmm? <laughs> Krishna says in the Bhagavatam, that Parokshavad, I like that very much. That means indirect speech. This is, the, this is the nature of, of uh, in love, there's all types of indirect speech. Love has a kind of a language of its own, a vocabulary of its own. Only certain people who are in love know it hmm? when they speak it. They can, the other person can understand the full implications. So you find, for example, in the Brajli, the, the different conversations going on between Krishna and his friends and in public places and so forth, and there's all, all kind of hidden language 
You're saying one thing that would could be taken on its face to be one thing, and meanwhile it's talking about it, and round it and meet with her over here. Hmm. It's a, so it's a, it's full of such, hmm. um, and so as I say, less is more. The diminished position, saying less about Gadadhar. If you study the book, you see, it's actually saying more. Hmm. He got out of the way, hmm, if you will. That the full that she she gave. He cannot get it without her permission. Permission. She was afraid what it would do to him if Krishna becomes overwhelmed by the Mahabhav hmm, of of myself. What will his position be? What will happen in the religious world hmm, when they see God falling on the ground and going mad? Losing it, not knowing who or where he is, or what will happen? She was concerned about all these things. She went with him as Gadadhar to protect him from himself. Sachi put him, as I said, under the care of Gadadhar Pandit. And in the end, in Puri, when in a focused way he's trying to attain this, and now he's gained the company there in Puri of Damodar Sarup, Ramananda Roy. Krishna Das identifies Sarup Damodar with Lalita. He actually, incidentally, he identifies Ramananda Roy with Subhal. He says that when Mahabhu would feel separation from Krishna in the mood of Radha, Damodar Sarup, like Lalita, would, would, would counsel him. And when he switched and he was in the bhav of Krishna, did I say that? When he was in the bhav of Radha, hmm, feeling separation from Krishna. Hmm? So Sarup would, would, would console him, hmm? sing certain verses. When he was in, in the Baba of Krishna, feeling separation from Radha, then Ramananda Roy, like Subal, would counsel him and, and so forth. Otherwise, in Gorgesh, Ganadupika, Ramananda Ramana Roy is identified with Vishaka, or either Subal, Vishaka, Lalito. All these players are very much involved. Hmm? In, in pacifying and tendering to the ro- romantic life and emotions of Radha and Krishna. And so there in Puri, with Srup Damodar and Ramananda Roy in place, they're not in Navadvip. Hmm? Gadadhar Pandit has taken him that far, hmm? carefully, hmm? under the order of Sachi, and stayed with him, and now, for the sake of Leela, and for the sake of all of us, and as Leela being successful and so forth, hmm, she's allowing him, under that good care, to enter into Radhabhav, and so he steps back, back, stays at Kutura Gopinath, hmm, and Mahabharu enters into the Radhabhav, and he leaves the world. Hmm. It's said that he founded this, this, this Tota Gopinath deity in the sand, hmm, there and he gave it to um, Karadhar Pandit to worship. Hmm? Karadhar Pandit worshipped Tota Gopinath deity in Puri, and um, Mahaprabhu would come for darshan, and Karadhar Pandit would would teach him the Bhagavatam. Hmm? Karadhar Pandit was his pundit. Hmm? Even in Navadvipalila, he gives the Bhagavatam classes every morning. Prabhupada's morning schedule that he had the Bhagavatam classes follows the Leela. Hmm? In Navadweep, hmm? just before breakfast, we have the Bhagavatam class. Gadadhar Pandit will, will you speak tonight this morning, Gadadhar? Yes. And in Puri, he carried on this tradition, hmm? reciting the Bhagavatam there. Nityananda Prabhu came to Puri, of course, hmm? and the, 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 the relationship between Nityananda Prabhu and Gadadhar is very extraordinary. It's very, very beautiful. Hmm? And it's very beautiful because it's a way in which Nityananda Ram, who's Balaram, can have close affinity with Radha in a way that he can't in Krishna Leela, hmm? as devotees, in, 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 in a Dasyabhav for Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And they, they share great intimacy. Gadadhar Pandit would not look at anyone, he would not look at anyone who had no regard for Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? Because Mahaprabhu had taught like that, and so he followed very strictly. Hmm? 
And of course, he loved Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm. Nityananda Prabhu would also hear his Bhagavatam discourses. And when Mahaprabhu left the world, successful in Radhabhav, then it is said that just outside of the Todagopinath temple, a piece of his cloth was found. Hmm? And the Todagopinath had, a, had, a, had a, I guess, a crack in his knee, hmm? where it said Mahaprabhu entered the deity there. Hmm? He is Todagopinath, in other words. There are other rumors. What are they? He went to the end of the sea and it entered Lord Jagannath. What are the different perspectives? They say there that the aspect of Mahaprabhu going to the sea represents like the Mahavishnu into Kalamas Mudra. And then the Ijanaki Ashwari aspect enters the temple. So we're interested with the Madhurja. He entered into Gopinath. There's a golden streak yeah. on this leg. Sriman Mahaprabhu ki jai, Gadadhar Pandit ki jai, Chotakupinath ki jai, Kaur Bhaktabrinda ki jai, Kaur Premanande, Vanchakalpataruvyascha, Vipasindubhyevacca, Patitanam Bhavani Vaishnam, Bebunamonama, Anandakuri Vaishnam Brindu ki jai.